What's up, guys? We're here with Back to Back, Episode 2. We said the audio was going to get better. We're at the ESPN Studios. Uh, thank, big thanks to Mario for letting us use this facility. And uh, couldn't be happier to uh, bring a little bit more quality to the podcast. Yes, on the second uh, edition of Back to Back, we have our special guest, Lee Wynn. Uh, we talk a little about... Uh, his American footballing days, which a lot of you didn't know about. We talk a little about Vietnam, where his parents are from, and how he played there. What else did we talk about? Here? And then we got some gaming, which Beta and I, well, I guess me, I know nothing about. And so he gives us some insight into live streaming, and uh, it was a fun conversation. Enjoy. But first, if you're a coffee or tea lover, listen up. I just came across this new brand that infuses coffee and teas with vitamins and superfoods. They are called VitaCup, and I'm being real when I say serious upgrade. I know what you guys are thinking, another ad. How does this taste, though? They taste just like your favorite cup of coffee. When I heard about it, I thought it was brilliant. I'm getting old, so I need all the vitamins I can get. Um, but I always forget to take them in the morning, but I never leave the house without drinking coffee. And with this, you get it all in one. The VitaCup I've been drinking the most is called Genius Blend for focus and energy. It is coffee infused with MCT, cinnamon, turmeric, and all your B vitamins. And because of this, I have way more energy than I had before. Find VitaCup at VitaCup.com on Amazon and in stores like Sprouts and Walmart. Go to VitaCup.com and use the code BACK for 20% off your first order. VitaCup.com and code BACK for 20% off. You guys have to try VitaCup. They are a game changer. And now our sit down with Lee Wynn. What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of Back to Back. I'm Stephen Betisher. We got Jordan Harvey and our guest of honor, Lee Wynn, a.k.a. Lee Winning. Thanks for being here, Lee. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. The Beard Gang is back. The Beard Gang is back, <laughs> This man. This uh, trio is known as the Beard Gang for you listeners. I and kid it, you not. We need to come up with uh, a product, like a beard product. <laughs> That's not a bad you idea. You know what I'm saying? And have us like little like outline in black and white. We can we can pitch it here. Yeah. Yeah. back to back. We're known for our for our ads here. There were some, <laughs> some good pictures of the starting 11. Uh, all three of us were lined up. You get a little taste of the, the beards, you know. It's it's fun. Please, we need you back in there, bro. We miss you. The beard gang. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, this off season, I tried to grow it out as far as I could. And then a month in, I was like, I really need some help because it started to get a little scruffy. So brought in Beta. Yep. And then Lee Wynn came closely after. And you guys are completely showing me up. You guys have these pristine beards Lee's, going. I like Lee's. And mine Lee's is, is like nice. the shaggiest, like, 13-year-old kid <laughs> in <laughs> In like elementary the stash school, though is nice. The stash, the stash is a stash ten, is but everything else is a. He needs that beard wax. That we're yeah, doing. yeah. We need Listen, I got you onto the oil <laughs> and everything. It's it's uh, it's nice. Hey, your style not not just the the gang, the beard gang videos, but you also do the uh, the carpool <laughs> the car videos. The car videos. Bro. I don't know what y'all talking Beta's about. Beta's seen yeah. it. It's probably the the most fun I have on social media is listening to Lee win. Uh, in his car, self-driving car, it needs to be because he's be. got his eyes closed just yeah. feeling Safety music. first. Safety, Safe, first. safety <laughs> first. You had to hit think, that auto drive. I think drive. he got the Tesla just for that reason, right? So he could do the self-driving videos yeah. on Instagram? Yeah. Those NBC. are pretty good. What's your favorite video? My, my, I love them all. Which one? You like singing songs. What's your favorite? Like, you have some sort of song that you always sing. Oh, no, nah, man. It just depends on the day and the mood. The uh, day and the mood? The day and the mood. 
Well, keep them coming because I absolutely love those. If, Anytime I see him like Instagram live, yeah, I like, get giddy. If you guys haven't seen it, follow Lee Wynn on Instagram and you can see what we're talking about. It's uh, quite hilarious. That's right. Um, talking about style, you've adapted to this LA lifestyle pretty quickly. Um, I want to go back to your New England days and every sort of hairstyle that you had. You, oh, went, you went from the bleached hair, yeah. right? To short, long. Short, long. Then he had the, he was the, I would like to think, yeah, he might confirm this, the first with like the man bun. One what of year the first, was that? One of the first in the league? That was a while oh, ago. Right. Am with I the right? Headband, man bun with the headband. Well, the headband is unique to you, yeah. but the, <laughs> everybody started copying that man bun style. Mm-hmm. And you were, I would think, the first. You brought that in pretty quickly in New England. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it just came time where I just got tired of gelling my hair every day at the training so <laughs> you had the fluff though dude. <laughs> yeah, dude he had this like this bleached fluff and it was like out of some sort of like cartoon video it was always perfect <laughs> dude i remember him hitting the banger against us in the with the white caps in like 2013 must have yeah. yeah went right over like gk joe's head kind of like <laughs> flailing for it do you remember that off the throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And up, you had this was like, perfect for, like hairstyle. Year, right? it was like this guy just ran off to the corner did his patent leap with the hairstyle, that was in flowing. the mid stage of my growing phase. Probably yeah. the worst. The worst? Because <laughs> uh, I couldn't, I couldn't tie it yet, uh, and it was too long, so I needed the band to keep it out of my eyes. Yeah. yeah. I know about the mid stage with the beard. I don't, I didn't grow out the hair ever, but the beard, the mid stage, is not fun. Just like prickly and pokey, and doesn't look good. So I can only imagine with the hair. Now you're good though. Now we're good. Yeah. Now, now we're, we're rolling. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's uh, let's get into some of the meat of this. Um, I did my Wikipedia research on you earlier today just to get up to date with my Lee Wynn data. You were you were you were born in Richardson, Texas, but you were raised in Dallas, right? Like Plano. Plano. How was the soccer over there, though? Because obviously Texas, everyone knows it for American football. Like high school games are crazy. So how was it growing up there? Well, you know when football is the main sport, but you're obviously really good and passionate about soccer. Yeah, football is number one. Um, growing up, obviously, you know the, the attendance for those games are, you know, tr- tremendous. Um, but for soccer, it wasn't as big. But it, like as you started growing momentum and getting into the postseason and, and making a run for it, then you were getting the same kind of crowds as football, which was unbelievable. Did you yeah. play any other sports besides soccer? Yeah, I played football. Played American football. I played. Yeah, I was football? kicker, kicker, kicker yeah. and punter. <laughs> Um, almost, almost went to college to do both. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, had the option to, uh, scholarship offers. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then what was the biggest one? Just, you don't need to name them all. There's probably like 10 of them, but what was the biggest (laughs) one that really got you thinking? (laughs) No, I think it was Texas tech or something. I forget, but like it was, it was one of the big Texas schools. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but, uh, they also came like. My coach was like, I know you're going to Indiana, but, you know, like, I think you should kick as well, like, in college. You try to walk on? Did you think about that? I did think about it for a second. Indiana has a decent program yeah. out there, right? But, you know, like, I, I felt like that would have taken my entire time when I was in school, and I was like, I want to. Nah, bro, aside. just give him the Allen Iverson. Practice? <laughs> <laughs> we talk about practice? <laughs> Show up for the games. You'll be all right. Speaking of high school, something that Jordan mentioned. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was that. impressed by this. Uh I'm in the presence of two Gatorade National High School Player of the Years. You got that correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 2002 for Harv, 2005 for Lee. 
Um, first nothing Californian. For me, but <laughs> first Californian. Harvey was the yeah. first player in California to win that award, uh, which is amazing. And then a couple years later, three years later, you won that. So uh, what was that like? That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, they did a whole uh, ceremony uh, in high school, you know, like yeah. – uh, they brought everyone together yeah, in the yeah. auditorium, or whatever, or and like literally, like they're all here for you. And yeah. then um, Aleko Escadarian was the one who presented me the award. I didn't get anybody presenting me no. the award. Didn't you <laughs> have to like present yourself? Yeah, like <laughs> like hand it. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah it's nuts though, because soccer, at least in my school, wasn't very big, and so to have like an assembly with all the students coming out. Yeah. yeah. And then you had. You know, your coach there, my coach presented it to me, whatever. But then you had to give a speech, and it's like oh, geez. at 16, 17, I hadn't, you know, yeah, public speaking exactly. was very new to me, and it was the most nervous I've ever been in my yeah. life. And that must have been, like, stuttering, very short speech. But, like, for that, I mean, it, I thought it was pretty cool. They give you a massive award with all the names yeah, prior on it. Names, the and then you have, like, an winners. intimate – we had, like, an intimate dinner – and you had all your close families and friends, and then they went around the room, and everybody told stories about how they met you, or or things that you've learned from the person, or anything. And it was really a special time, uh, and like culminated kind of that youth soccer for me yeah. until, and then I obviously went on to college. And then something that you mentioned also earlier, you did um, residency in Florida. Yeah. Did you also do residency? No. No. So you just stuck to your high school. No, he just skipped under 17s and went straight to <laughs> yeah. the 20s. Yeah, dude. Like, like, who, needs, yeah. who needs residency? Who needs these yeah. little yeah, kids? Yeah, so I'm like to give back goals. to that story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was uh, finished the World Cup, and as I finished the World Cup, um, Benny had just signed with, uh, I believe, um, Ham- Ham- uh, Hamburg. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, that was like, for me, I was like, wow, like that's all this is possible. Like, you know, the, um, obviously becoming pro, like going pro and becoming a professional soccer player was always a dream, but Mm -hmm. it it always seemed like a little bit further away, like years away. Yeah. And, um, it wasn't until after that tournament and playing with all these guys that are at the pro level and then seeing like guys going and signing professional contracts after the tournament. And, uh, at that time I'd already committed to Indiana and um, I think I, if 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 I wanted to, I had options. But um, since we already committed, I wanted to go and yeah, um, see, it see it through. I remember um, with UCLA, we went to Indiana, and I think I've told Lee this story, not as much as I'm about to say right now. But with UCLA, we went in for preseason, and we played a tournament in Indiana, and we played Indiana one night. It wasn't at University of Indiana. Yeah, it, was it was at Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. I remember that, yeah. And um, some like park. It had little stands or whatever. But I remember we were playing Indiana, and the scouting report was like, Lee Wynn, dude, like, prodigy kid, like, good on the ball, like, good 1v1, like, technical, like all stop this. him, you'll win the game. Yeah, and so they put out the lineup, and it was preseason, so you play first half, second half. And I remember, I think I played second half, and we started the game, and Lee was playing first half. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I hope this guy doesn't go full 90. I was like, I hope he just goes 45. It's preseason. I'm coming to the second half. I don't, I don't want to go against that. And he was toying with fools, like foot on the ball, uh, rolling it left and right with those flat feet ears. <laughs> <laughs> just like soul oh, rolls. Man. And like nobody wants to get close because they know he's, he's trying to go for the legs, which yeah. he always does in 5v2. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remember that. And then obviously not long after that, you signed with PSV. Yeah. 
So only a year at Indiana, and then you went. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, my agent came to me and was like, "PSV's been watching you um, since the World Cup, and they they like you and they want to you know bring you in and, and see you in training and um, you know see if you're still if there's still the player that you you know that they saw you in." So I went there, trained for a week, and Goose Hennig was the coach at the time and was like, listen, we like you. Um, and this was right before Christmas, and this is like right at the end of almost the semester, but it wasn't like the end of the semester yet. So, and they were like, they need to see me now. And uh, my agent at the time, Lyle, was like, um, yeah, you got to go now. And uh, I still had like a week and a half before my exams. And I was like, I got to finish these exams. And he's like, listen. No, you gotta, you gotta go. <laughs> so I was like, um, "Is there okay?" So let me see how much I can get done. So I went through all my professors, early, yeah, and yeah. was like, "Say, can I take them early, whatever?" And for the most part, all of them were like, "Yo, dude, this is awesome. Um, hell yeah, like you know, take your." Uh, some of them were like, um, "We'll let you take it early." Some was like, "Don't even worry about it. You know, like you've been good. Uh, we'll keep your grade as is." And then there was some where we're like, "If you're not no, like I'm not gonna give it to you early, and if you're not here, then you." you get a zero and so like those yeah those i had i had to forfeit that but um so i tried to get that done and then in the end like i was on the plane like in two days flying over to holland um landed uh luckily demarcus beasley uh, another american was Mm -hmm. at psv at the time and so i had somebody who um was helping me with the transition and uh trained for like a week and then I think the Christmas break was coming, and Goose was like, listen, we love you. We want to have you back um, after Christmas, after the holidays. What do you think? Um, and I was like, dude, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and crazy. that was that was the moment when my professional dreams came true. I didn't even put that together, but Beasley at PSV, I'm sure, was a huge, oh, huge yeah, it was help. huge. Um, we literally lived in the same apartment complex like one floor below I was one floor up and he was one floor below and so like after training like we'd always go hang out and, and chill and that was damn you big had the penthouse me. back then too <laughs> <laughs> that was big for me because man like at 18 or whatever you're in another country you don't have your friends your family mm-hmm. um and that oh. could be that could be really tough you spent some time in Denmark yeah two years Holland one year in Denmark yeah three in Holland three one in, in Holland, Denmark, one Denmark three in Vietnam and then and that's what I want to talk about is Vietnam. Vietnam, dude. That experience must have been nuts. How did that opportunity present itself? Cuz that's a unique opportunity, yeah. but because you're Vietnamese, I'm sure you have some sort of ties there or Yeah, I mean, it was very big news um when I so I was a pretty well known in Vietnam when I made the U20 World Cup team and Vietnam's never been to a World Cup before and so to have a Vietnamese player in the World Cup was huge in Vietnam and they were following me ever since then and then when I signed at PSV I was the first Vietnamese to ever sign for uh like a prolific top tier European club team you know no no Vietnamese has ever played outside of Vietnam, Vietnam you know um and so like I was kind of there like celebrity over there. Say you're a celebrity Royalty. before you're even yeah, there. Yeah, before huh? I was even there. And so they've been following my career the entire time. Yeah. Like uh, I would never known because, but my dad was like reading Vietnamese newspapers and whatever, and I was always like probably front just page, super whatever. proud. <laughs> like maybe he didn't tell you, but he's got to be so yeah. proud of you. Like and so, um, well then when I went to Holland, um, they were contacting my dad and was like, 
would would Lee be ever interested in playing in Vietnam? Like, you know, this the country would love to have him back here. And uh, I think he flown it by the idea by me, like, you know, by me a couple of times when I was in, and I was like, no, I'm not, like, I wouldn't want to do that. Like, yeah. you know, like I'd never heard of a, v- a league in Vietnam. And so I wasn't interested at the time. Then when I went to Denmark, um, a, the owner of Juan on July, the first team I went to. I was going to try to attempt to say that. <laughs> say that again for <laughs> us uh, real quick. I, no, I wrote it down and I was like, I'm going to let him say this. Say it one more no time real I'm quick because uh, I don't know how you just got that from Juan on July. what I'm saying. There you go. He's <laughs> got it. Juan on July? Juan on July, yeah. Um, so the owner contacted my dad and was like, hey, would he want to come out here? We will do everything um, to take care of you guys when you guys are here and show you guys like what we have planned for Lee. Um, like basically roll out the red carpet. Yeah. And um, at that time I was I was in Denmark and I was playing, um, you know, and I was I was off and on, off and on. Um, but you know, and our team wasn't doing that great. But at the same time, um, I wasn't enjoying it as much. And so I was kind of in an, in a space where I was like, man, like maybe it's time for me to you know go like try something new, try something different. Mm. And uh, to show, like, for an owner to show that much, you know, uh, want for me, I guess, um, was pretty awesome. And so I was like, you know, like, it's not going to hurt to go take a look. Like, it's a free trip. Yeah. You know, like, let's go, let's go take a look. And um, I've never been in Vietnam. Yeah. Like a bachelor party in in Vietnam for a couple of days. So, so (laughs) like, (laughs) they flew me and my dad first class to Vietnam. Um, Good start. And then, yeah, and then we went to we went to Ho Chi Minh uh, f- for like a night, two nights, and they we had dinner with them, um, stayed in one of the hotels there, and then we took his private jet um, the oh, next day. It's better, yeah. all right. Better. <laughs> yeah, I heard Ho Chi Minh. Kim's been there, okay. and she just raves about it. She loves Ho Chi Minh. Yeah, is, it's, is it's that, unbelievable. Is that one of the top cities? Yeah, it's probably it's more comparable like a New York city. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I love Ho Chi Minh. So so far so good. Yeah. Private jet. Yeah. First and class. Then first private class. jet. All right. Yeah, first class, and then they f- uh, fly us to Pleiku, which is like the the town the the club's in. Mm-hmm. And then he takes us to our facility, um, and basically has banners already. You know, says <laughs> welcome, we, we all this stuff. Is that you know, who came like, up with winning? <laughs> like winning. Yeah. So the, and they got they got the they got all the staff waiting outside. Like as I'm getting out of the car. Um, welcome me bowing all the time. I'm like, Jesus, this is like, I've, this is like unreal. What do I say? Yeah. You're the, you're the David Beckham of <laughs> Vietnam, huh? Yeah. 100%, and, dude. Um, dude. 100%. So I was like, dude, this is crazy. Like everyone's basically just waiting for me. And uh, I get out. Um, they give me a tour of the entire facility. And I was like, geez, like um, this is pretty crazy. Like this is the, the way the facility has been built um, just like, one of the clubs in Europe, like they have everything. They have multiple fields. Um, they had a turf field. They had a weight room. They had dorms wow. uh, for the academies. Um, and then they had uh, <laughs> my favorite part was I went into the the kitchen area, the whatever. Yeah. And they're like, "What do you want to eat for lunch?" And I was like, "I don't know." They're like, "What do you want to eat?" <laughs> Just tell me. Anything. And I was like. Uh, I don't care. Like, no, they're like, should have really tested. <laughs> yeah. like, in and out burger. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> Go get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I'll have some pho. Like, you know, I, you know, I'm craving some pho. And they're like, okay. So we go back on the tour, like, and we they're come- like boring. <laughs> <laughs> we go on the tour, 
and they're still showing me around and everything. And then we come back for lunch, and I got a bowl of pho right here, you know, waiting for me and everything. And I was just and like, it's the yeah. best pho you've ever had. Oh man! Oh my god! So from Vietnam, you made the decision to come back to MLS in 2011. You started out with Vancouver with with me out there. Very briefly. Very briefly. <laughs> Very briefly. You with did- you and John. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. There's the connection. I never saw it. There From it is. episode one, yeah, episode two, right there. Connection. Yeah. So you you were in with us for preseason. The story I got was that we already had a number ten in Davide Cumiento, and so they didn't want two number tens. That was the story I got, and I wasn't buying it. But uh, I was super bummed that you didn't end up signing with us. But you it did end up going to New England. What was that transition like? Yeah, I mean, um, I I, re- I remember at the time when I was in preseason with you guys, and I was like, man, this is going to be a sick team. Like, I, I remember training and, like – We had Hasley. Oh, my God, we Davide, had Hasley, Davide. Uh, Sebastian Latou. Yeah. We had Rochette back then, Demerit, John, mm-hmm. uh, Cannon. But, yeah, it was shaping up Lee, to be – the other Lee yeah, was coming in. It was, um, it was shaping up to be a really quality team, and I was like, why can't we have two tens? <laughs> why can't we have one holding and, yeah. and two attacking guys? Yeah, and I was like, I was like, every time we play, and we were, I was like with those guys, and we were combining and whatever. I'm like, man, like this is sick. Like we're gonna have a good attacking team. Um, but then preseason games come. Um, I never made uh, like the eleven to play or the the subs, you know. And so I was like, man, I, I don't think like. I'm in the plans because I'm not even getting minutes in preseason. Um, and I think at that time uh, I told my agent, I was like, dude, like I didn't come back here to, to you know, not play or not be even make the bench. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, can you figure out if I'm going to be in their plans? Because if not, like, I, you know, I don't think this is the place for me. And um, I think it was shortly after the Orlando camp, um, we come back and then uh, the coach wanted to have a meeting and was like, listen, um, yeah, like, you're not going to be in our plans. Uh, I just, you know, I don't see you. Uh, that was Martin, right? Yeah, Martin, Martin Rainey at the time. And he just, like, uh, we don't see you in our plans um, this season. So uh, we're going to let you go. And uh, hopefully another team picks you up. <laughs> yeah, I think someone's going to pick him up. <laughs> Thanks, coach. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Huge, so then you go to New huge. England and you so ball out. Uh, we're in Atlanta. <laughs> I got to pack my things, fly back to Vancouver uh, to get my things and figure out where my next, you know, my next destination is, I guess. And... As I land in Vancouver, my, my agent, um, now Spencer, uh, was like, text me or call me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I call him and was like, okay, you need to get back on the plane as I just landed and going to the hotel. You need to get back on the plane. You're flying to New England. They just picked you off of waivers. And I'm like, all right. So, And then that's how that whole journey started. You were there from, what, 2012 to 2017? And just a lot of accomplishments individually and team-wise. One thing I remember personally playing against you was 2014 when you were an MVP MVP finalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to kind of talk about that? Like you scored a ton of goals, ton of assists. Who were the other two? Is Obafemi Mar- Martins, Martins and Keane the other finalists that Miles. year? I mean, those but are 2014. Yeah, you really Martins. like blew up. Yeah, I mean, it was spotlight it and was, then, uh, uh, notoriety around the league. Yeah, for sure. you were doing well, but that year you kind of just took off and yeah. got like you said in the MVP talk uh, and you know I think I owe a lot of it to, to Jay to Jay Heaps the the coach um, in New England at the time because the first two years um, before when I was with New England I was kind of 
we were f- trying to figure out our identity, our way of playing, our the best formation for our team. Um, and we had we still had Shari, we had Benny, we had you know all these guys. Um, and I think you know he was just trying to figure out how to get all the best players on at the same time. And um, at that time we played a four four two diamond, and I was more of on the left side of the diamond. Um, and then uh, I was doing well. But I felt like I wasn't getting enough chances in and around the box where I feel like that's where I'm most dangerous. Who was the ten? Um, I, I believe it was Benny. I think it was it was me. Um, on the left, and then it was either Kellen on the right or whatever. Shari, this is a six, Holy. and then Benny at the ten. Okay. Um, and then so and then there was times where they would put Benny and Shari together, and then I was playing outside like mid. Um, Little did you know <laughs> at that moment yeah. that you guys would be playing in 2018 at LAFC, both, right? a, both as eights, yeah. <laughs> running up and down, defending, defending? More, than, more than you probably what? ever did. We have uh, to defend. England. Yeah. <laughs> and so you come to LAFC, and uh, you had had a brief stint with Bob with the national team, correct? Mm-hmm. And he comes to you and is like, I see you as a number eight box to box midfielder. <laughs> and obviously you're coming to LAFC. What, when was that? Were we, had we had a few games already? Yeah, I think we were like four, four games in or so. Yeah. And so you, it was May, May 1st was when May I got 1st. traded. So. so we've had a so little maybe bit of five success or six games in. All right. and you come in into training. I remember the first, the first training session and beta and I always talk. So it's like, it's like getting a new toy on Christmas. Yeah. And I always, after the first session, we're like, did you see Lee? Yeah. yeah he looked good, didn't he? <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. And so you come into training, you make a great impression right off the bat. Obviously, the guys that know you know what kind of character you bring. And so everybody's excited. Mm-hmm. And Bob is talking to you about being an eight. How did that conversation go? How did that begin? Let me tell you, being an eight on New England and being an eight on LSC <laughs> is two different things, all right? <laughs> um, oh, but uh, listen, I, 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 you know, he he basically challenged me and was like, the way you've been doing things at New England, you know, was great. It's gotten you here, but now, you know, I see a different part of your game that can, you know, we can elevate you to the next level. And you know, the great thing about coming here because I knew, like, listen, like this club they they play the style of football that I love to play you know where mm-hmm. you, literally you controlling games you have most of the ball and you're on the f- you know forefront of games um and that's where I, where I was totally obviously where we were always like defending yeah. and counterattacking hoping to you know and so this I feel like I was able to have more of an influence on with my skill sets on games and and he was like yeah like yeah you can so you can call it an eight but you know, you look at the Barcelona with the style that we're trying to play, and he's like, you know, I can see like a like a Xavi and Iniesta type, you know. And um, for me, I, I don't see them as eights. You know, I you know they're 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 midfielders who do you know all the work, but at the same time, they have a lot of influence uh, going forward, and um, they have probably the most touches in the game. Um, and and you know, I was looking forward to this challenge, and he you know he he asked that of me, and. Um, I embraced it, and uh, like I, said, I love the way we play here. We've all played in different systems. Started out playing in Colorado, where it was very direct. There's nothing wrong with that, but it was very direct down the channels to you know an Omar Cummings cross it to Connor Casey, and yeah. we had success that way. But it's you're also defending quite a bit if you can't hold the ball up down those channels. Yeah. And so um, coming here, like you said, we control games 
and that's that's the difference. Or as a group, we're defensively uh, getting around the ball a lot more, and that part of your game, from what I've seen, is like gotten extremely better. And I'm sure that <laughs> I mean that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Is that no, definitely your energy without the ball is just as high as your energy with the ball. Yeah, I've definitely improved that part of my game since I've came here a lot, and uh, you know that's thanks to Bob and the coaching staff, and um, and we do a lot of video, so <laughs> you yeah. do get to you 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 get to see things that you probably weren't aware of, and um, yeah, you improve um, on a lot of those aspects of the games that you probably wasn't aware of before as well. You want to get into the gaming? Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like so. Well, recently, we'll start off with this. Recently. Jordan and I have been playing a little bit of Mario Kart. <laughs> so <laughs> I got road trip. I got the Switch. Uh, oh, you got the Switch just now? Yes. So bring yours, get you ready. Got the, you got the gaming bug now. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were playing, and we're like, man, I wish Lee were here because you're quite the gamer. Uh, everyone knows Fortnite. Uh, you're all about it. You got, like, the craziest setup. If you check out your Instagram, you got, like, <laughs> two TVs, like – it's wild. It's your own room. You got a monitor. Room. Mo- yeah, I'm sorry. Monitor. <laughs> Two monitors. Know. We don't know the lingo. Yeah, yeah. Surround sound. Uh, you got it all. Yeah. Uh, so tell us What's about your handle? that. What's yeah. your handle? Give Get me a shout handle out, out yeah, there. What's your... Yeah, I mean, I also have a Twitch. Um, it's the same as my Instagram, LeeWin244. And so, um, I'm so yeah. lost with all this. Like Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. We're supposed to be doing some sort of Twitch thing later this week. And oh, I'm, yeah. I have no idea. It's live streaming. It it's, it's, yeah, live it's a streaming, streaming platform where you can watch you know, your favorite streamer um, play games or do whatever. LeeWin244? Yeah. All right. Yeah, like Beta said, we have Mario Kart. We're still in like <laughs> we're still back in the day oh, where man. we're like going Rainbow Rainbow yeah. Road or what is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's Rainbow Road. Yeah. My favorite is when Jordan turns. He like the whole body turns. <laughs> well, I need like a monitor. Gonna, I need like a monitor. Like it's gonna help. I love yeah. it, dude. I'm like, bro, you're gonna fall over right now. <laughs> <laughs> we play Mario Kart. We have to keep it going because we obviously got a great win. So you play got, that boxing yeah. game? And the boxing game yeah. with the regular Nintendo. Yeah. They came out with like a new console that's like... The like, mini yeah, the Nintendo. Mini, yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, we play the boxing. But that's like my extent of video games. This is like next level stuff that you're streaming. But he's getting paid for it. Yeah. That's like, the amazing thing. You you own a team. You get paid for it. Like, what's this all about, dude? Like, you're uh, I mean, you're it's deep into, <laughs> into And I've Fortnite. talked about this in the locker room. It's like pe- people pay to watch yeah. video games? Yeah. I find that ridiculous. Remember growing up? I hated watching other people play video games. I'm like, no, it's like, my turn. Yeah, it's my turn. Let me get on <laughs> it's there. My and turn. now people are paying, like, yeah. Ninja, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this guy's making millions of dollars. Millions. People are just watching him play. Yeah. We get, like, Walker Zimmerman in the locker room. He's like, hey, check this out. Check this out. He's building. He's building this and that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you watching this YouTube uh, video of this guy yeah. playing a video game? It means means nothing to me, but I I can appreciate to each his own, and so you're crushing it on the sticks. The sticks, right? Yeah, right? the sticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised how many people are watching – you know, players play um, Fortnite or whatever on Insta- on Twitch, and um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable that you, I would have never imagined this ten, you know, fifteen years ago growing up. Yeah. Um, but now you have kids literally watching their favorite streamers, um, you know, play a video game, and you know they're they're learning from these guys. That's why they and and it's also entertaining, and they're able to you know also communicate and 
uh, chat with uh, their favorite streamers and also the people on there watching as well. Um, so it's another way to, to you know, kind of chat and have fun and, and, and integrate with your fans. Because I try to make sense of it. Because this past weekend, you know, I got the Switch and I'll play a game and I'll hand it over. Jordan will play a game. But then he'll play like two or three games and like, well, pass it back. Like, Come on, bro. <laughs> hand it back. So like, clearly we don't See, like only watching time, I'm other. I'm not taking that home. Yeah. But not, clearly I we don't justify like playing that at home. Watching so I other people it. play. Uh, so I try to justify like how do these kids watch the YouTube like other people play. But it's almost like back in the day for us, the magazine with like the cheat codes or whatever you want to call it where it tells you how to beat the level. So they're watching. It's educational. Yeah, it's educational for them. They're watching it, it to learn how to beat the level or beat the game. So that's why they're doing it. That's how I yeah, just and for, they just for, throw in their parents' money, like five bucks here and there, <laughs> to like I, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, for, for some of those streamers, that's their livelihood, right? Like you're you're they're doing what you know they love to do, and um, you're helping them being able to continue to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, it's I like watching Fortnite and playing Fortnite because it's it's a different level of stimulating in terms of like it's not you're not just trying to go out and. <laughs> uh shoot people you know they, there's there's a there's a skill and a process and a method to how you can you know like you can defend you can attack you can build walls and uh, they're probably losing people right now but uh, <laughs> there's only two uh, yeah. there's <laughs> only two but yeah for me uh, it's it's like playing chess almost but on a, on a game you know and and um it's just a di- like different process of thinking and and uh, and i like that's why i like it and then i get to watch players who are better at it and you see the way they think and like their iq of how the game and how to maneuver around the map um and that's how i find it you know and i'm sure that's how other guys are that are watching i wanted to uh bring up because you were so kind to invite me out to your camp this last off season Uh give us the name of it the lee win soccer camp the lee win soccer camp this last off season, we did it in like uh, Southern California. What I thought was special is that people from all over, even as far as Boston, were coming down just for the camp. Really? And there was a great turnout. Wow! And uh, you had a lot of people kind of helping out, whether it be your your buddies who came down to coach, or who was the the mayor. Yeah. The mayor came down from that area. From the OC, yeah. Yeah, he came down and like helped us with fields. It was like an awesome event and you do it every off season correct yeah um you know i I think the first the first one went well we did one in dallas and did one in the oc last year and it went well and um parents were asking if i was going to do it again because they would love to go they had a great time and they were they're going to bring more people to come and i'm like you know what like all right i guess it was a hit let's do it again and this time we had more numbers than we did you know the following year so i was like man i need help you know, and so that's why I was asking. I asked Beta, I asked yeah. Jordan. And, it was um, January 13th, I'll remember, because yeah. that was my baby shower weekend. <laughs> yeah, Beta so had was, a baby, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. so I was, I was trying to go, but um, baby shower. So, yeah, so that would have been cool. Um, but, yeah, and it ended up being a great turnout, and uh, parents loved it. And, like I said, like it was cr- it was crazy to me that parents from all, like, all over, like, we had uh, – two kids from Boston that came. We had a kid that was all the way up in Washington that, that flew down um, for the weekend and stayed in a hotel just for the camp. And for me, that I was really, like, in awe and, and kind of humbled by that and was like, man, like, 
That's insane. Dude, and, can you imagine? And there were some ballers. Like yeah. some yeah. of these kids oh, that came yeah, up yeah. from like San Diego. They were driving up every morning for the camp. Yeah. Like ballers. Like really good players. They play for different academies yeah. uh, around uh, Southern California, but really good players. And I, I had fun just kind of like scoping out all this young talent. And I, I forget like, man, was I decent when I was this age? I'm like, this kid is way better than I was. The kid that just sitting on the ball picking like uh, Danny Lyons yeah. from the grass, yeah, like, just uh, running in circles because he just liked me? to run and like, yeah, just chase the ball around, you know, like. Yeah. But yeah, it was a really cool experience. So man, thanks for having me out. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Good. Yeah. Thank you uh, for coming. Absolutely. Back to back with uh, Harvin Beta, episode two in the books yep. here at ESPN LA Studios. We uh, promised the audio would get better on the first episode, and we delivered. Oh my Air goodness. high five, yeah. bro. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys next time. Back to back. Appreciate it.